Good morning. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Sane. I'm your host, Nicole. Today, I want to talk about do you rent your parents' religion or do you own your own? And the reason I want to bring that up is because it segues into our podcast coming up in the future about habit building and um, managing your stress. But when you own something, when you're invested in it, you tend to take it more seriously. You tend to make sure you uh, emulate behaviors that don't sabotage those things that you're invested in, whether it's your job. You might show up to work, you know, on time or 10 minutes early every day. You might be one of those people who doesn't call in late, doesn't call in sick, you know, doesn't take sick days. I'm not advocating for not doing the things you need to do to be mentally healthy. That's not what that is trying to say. But, you know, when you're invested in something, you take care of it. You care about it. So that would also include your religion. When you're owning your religion, you are invested in making sure you're living life according to that doctrine. I'm not promoting any one religion. I don't care if you're Methodist, Baptist, Lutheran, non-denominational, Catholic, it doesn't matter. What I am saying is when you own it, you take care of it. You know, those of us who have kids, we, we teach them that, you know, from a young age, uh, that's how you teach responsibility. You know, when they have to save up for the latest game, uh, for their game system, or where they have to save up for that pair of inline skates when those came out, suddenly they weren't really sure if they wanted it bad enough that they were willing to spend their own money on it. And when they did spend their own money on it, they took really good care of it uh, in comparison to all the crap we bought for them just because. And it's pieces are here, pieces are there. It's lost, it's broken. They gave it away. They traded it for a ding dong at lunch, whatever it is. And so when you own your own religion, you know, I've come to feel like that's when you take it seriously. That's when you look for ways to employ um, your beliefs to enhance and better your life. And so, you know, it's hard when you're a young person to realize that because you're just doing what the family does. My, my husband's family, they grew up in the same church and they, um, you know, essentially they were a large enough family. They pretty much made up the church. But I asked him, you know, one time, um, how old were you when you were baptized? And he can't remember, but more to the point, his answer was, oh, I don't know. I'm sure it happened because that was just part of it. But when you own it, you know it. I can tell you when I was baptized. I can tell you where I was. I can tell you when I was saved. And, you know, but it all happened in my teens uh, versus, you know, just part of the cycle. Oh, you know, young Johnny boy, he's of age now. Let's get him in this cycle of whatever. And I know that there are some religions that you do do certain things at certain ages. It's part of their tutelage you know, CCD classes and things like that. That's not what I'm referring to, but I'm talking about, you know, when it's just, um, it happens without thought, like there's no, 
there's no uh, sacrifice really for it. And so when I think about that, I think how we as people, when we are old enough to choose our religion, that's when we start making that investment. That's when we start, you know, making plans like, you know, Sundays are not just for a day of rest, but they're also for a day of church, unless you happen to be one of those religions that has Saturday churches, which is fantastic as well. Um, but you know, when I think about that, that's when you start planning your life around the things that matter to you and you start, you know, joining this Wednesday Bible study or Wednesday church, you know, I grew up Southern Baptist, so actually fundamental independent Southern Baptist. So it was particularly strict. Anytime the doors were open, you were expected to be there. But, you know, there was church every Wednesday night and there was church Sunday morning and there was church Sunday night. And no, you didn't just dip out and go to the beach for the weekend because the doors were open and you were expected to be there. And so when you start sacrificing, you know, silly wants for things that matter, priorities that matter to you, that's when you start realizing you a return on your investment or, or an ROI, as we talked about it in the financial world. So, you know, what is your ROI and do you own your own religion or are you just renting your parents? If you're a parent of kids, how are you teaching your kids to own their investment so they get a return on their investment? So they start reaping the rewards for prioritizing the things that matter to them, that you know, the burdens to their heart. And so what I would like to do is open the discussion um, online this week about ways that we can own our religion. For myself, I'll, I'll just pass out some examples and maybe these will be things that will appeal to you. Maybe these will be things that you would like to do at your church. But, you know, from day one at our church, it was a priority. I was on a mission to make sure we were involved because I didn't want to be where we just dipped in on Sunday morning and dipped out and I didn't really make any connections. And so I'm fortunate that, you know, where we attend church, that is welcomed and well-received and there's, you know, lots of opportunity. So maybe that is something that you can do. If you're a parent of younger kids, you know, there's still opportunity possibly at your church for your children to be involved. And that's kind of how you can steer them in the direction that you want them to go. Train up the child in the way that you want them to go and they will not uh, veer off. And so when you start investing in your goals and investing in your, your needs that, you know, things that make your life go right. Um, that's when you start reaping the rewards, you know, you reap what you sow. And so that was my challenging question, you know, that has been rolling around in my head for probably the last three or four months is how do we know we own our religion versus renting our parents, you know, were you baptized, you know, whatever religion I, I was baptized Catholic, but I'm not Catholic. And, you know, so when I was old enough to make a choice for myself, you know, how did I choose what was important to me? What mattered to me? And that that's how I ended up not 
following Catholicism um, because the things that were important to me was not part of that structure. But I have lots of friends who do follow Catholicism. Their Catholic religion is very important to them. And those rituals and those rites of passage are really critically important to their overall mental wellness. And because of that, they own it. They're there for mass all the time. They go to confession on the regular and that's their investment and they're reaping the reward on their investment. They're reaping what they have sown. They're getting a return on their investment. And so what are you doing? How are you applying your goals to your daily life? And and what are you getting out of that? I, you know, I've told you guys before I talk to my husband all the time and I, I say to him, even, you know, as of a week ago, we are living our best life. And keep in mind, we are coming off of 18 months of struggles, health struggles, not any other struggles, but health struggles. He had stage three colon cancer and, you know, that required surgeries and chemos and, you know, all kinds of uh, rehab appointments and things like that. Um, He's had surgery on his uh, foot and that was a whole fiasco and, but that required 12 months of intensive um, PT and, you know, trying all these alternative things first. And yet I still feel like we're living our best life. And I, you know, compare that to even five, six years ago when we did not have cancer licking us in the face and we did not have, you know, major surgery looking us in the face times two in a 12 month period. And yet I feel like even with it, we're living our best life because we're getting a return on our investment. So, you know, I usually try to let people choose what works for them, but I feel like I would be remiss if I didn't try to help highlight the value of you investing in yourself. And when you invest in yourself, if religion is important to you, that has to be part of your discussion with yourself about, you know, where do I want to spend my time and how do I want to spend my, my, uh, you know, weekend and, you know, how do I want to cultivate friendships and relationships? And that's when you learn you are owning your religion versus renting your parents. And so that is an opportunity for us to, you know, teach our kids about that. I mean, you know, my husband and I, we don't have kids. We have an adult daughter who is old enough to have her own children at this point. So, you know, but it's still important that, you know, we have that conversation about how you get back out of life, what you put into it and, you know, how you reap what you sow and how you don't feel like you're suffering with FOMO. I don't suffer with FOMO ever about anything when it comes to vacations and trips and things people do because I'm putting my energy where it matters to me. And those people, I know lots of people who would give up, you know, eating in order to travel. That is really important to them. And so, you know, that it brings to mind, you know, how you discipline yourself, how, how can you, you know, cultivate your life, um, you know, plant your garden of dreams and what, where are you going to invest yourself? And so, you know, the 
purpose of this week's discussion is really to open up the conversation about how we as adults or uh, young adults, older adults, um, teens, how we can start owning our religion and instead of just uh, following along like blind sheep towards, you know, whatever without realizing the sacrifice. Because I think that's when you don't own it, that's when you start um, regretting giving up things or you start to... Um, uh, I don't even know what the word is off the top of my head, but you're bitter about what it costs you. And yet when you own it, it's no longer a sacrifice. When you own it, you feel refreshed. You feel rejuvenated. It's almost like um, you're a rechargeable battery. And when you plug in to your religion, what's important to you, it recharges you for the week uh, ahead. And, you know, maybe you're fortunate enough to have a religion or attend a church that offers you opportunities to recharge in the middle of the week, which is just fantastic. Um, or different ways that you can serve and, you know, replenish your soul and your spirit that way. But, you know, that's one of the ways that you can start realizing owning versus renting. You know, when you're a, an apartment renter, you generally notice that people tend to not take very good care of things. But when you own the home, people take good care of it. Suddenly they're into landscaping when they've never even owned an indoor house plant. And so that's kind of the same with religion. When you own it, suddenly it matters to you, um, you know, their doctrine, their principles, what's important to them. And then you start deciding whether or not that's something that's important to you. And then it's no longer a sacrifice, but a privilege and an opportunity. And so I would like us to have a conversation online, chime in, you know, how you know you own your religion versus renting your parents in ways that you can encourage others or um, people are encouraging you. And let's have an online discussion about that. Let's get the community going so that we can lift each other up because that is another way that you start to find your people and your tribe. Uh, if you need to reach us, we're at www.15minutesofsane.net. You can find us on Facebook, which is where we'll have this conversation. Um, and you can also uh, reach me at www. No, it's a 15 minutes of sane at gmail.com. Uh, but again, this is Nicole. Make today so awesome that tomorrow gets jealous. Have a good one, everybody.